Hey everyone, it's Johnny here. Now today I'm gonna to be talking about how to become an idea generating machine. Now when I'm working with my clients, we do strategy sessions. And within those strategy sessions, there is loads and loads of idea generation. Most of it is discussion and activity based and it is just coming up with ideas. And all I do is just put out there meaningful questions um, we give our clients the resources to come up with ideas. Um, we help and nurture those ideas. And what's interesting at the end of those sessions is that I realized that a lot of organizations don't do any idea generation. They only seem to do it when they're with me. Um, and the more that I speak to organizations and businesses, I find out that they're not doing any idea generation. And really every business should have a system and a process where they regularly schedule time in the diary, um, get together a team, um, a whole a diverse team, and just come up with ideas. Now you might want to come up with ideas for a new product or a new a new service. Uh, you might have a new campaign that you're about to launch, or you might have a difficult problem which keeps happening with the organization and you're finding it hard um, to find a solution. Um, idea generation does, doesn't just have to happen at work. You know, Some of the best ideas that we come up with at Seed happen when we're in the pub or when we're out and about and we might be in the car or we just have an impromptu meeting. Um, that's when we come up with our ideas, but we, we kind of try and save time and encourage idea generation and I think you should too. Now, some of the things that you might find are really beneficial from having idea generation is one I've just mentioned. That's coming up with innovative ways of problem solving. So you might have a problem that keeps happening over and over again at the organization. It could be people, it could be products, it could be customers. Spending time as a group just to come up with different solutions to that problem you know, you might find that you could come up with a solution very, very quickly um, rather than just kind of keep having that same problem over and over again. The next thing that will happen from idea generation is that it can improve staff morale and relationships. So by getting people in the same room and discussing things that are happening, uh, coming up with ideas, getting creative, getting innovative, um, it's really good for people's morale. It gets loads of energy in the room and people feel great. And you know, you see a very different side to your, your staff when everyone's throwing ideas around and having a giggle and having a laugh. Um, it's really, really good for morale. Idea generation can also help create a positive culture and work environment. So if you regularly have idea generation, if you regularly have time where you're all getting creative together, you find that the culture improves, especially if you're spending this idea generation time to solve problems. You know, these problems could be with the staff, it could be something that's happening within the organization that's making people feel negative, it's make, making people feel low and not you know, really appreciating or enjoying their job. If you can have idea generation sessions that try and solve these problems, you'll probably find that the culture at the business will improve. The next thing is that it increases confidence for the quieter 
individuals at the organization. So within meetings, there are people in, um, in meetings that will just talk and almost overtake the meeting, um, which is probably me. Um, but then you have individuals that are quieter and don't feel confident in talking in front of everyone. And by having our good idea generation time uh, and allow individuals to have a voice and have a platform to talk about things will actually improve their confidence. And normally with the quieter individuals, they've probably got some amazing ideas, but you just don't hear about them because they just don't feel they've got the platform or the confidence to talk about them. And the last thing is that it encourages a new way of thinking, a new approach. So often in organizations, we get stagnant and we keep doing the same thing that we always do. But having idea generation, we can flip it. We can look at things in a different way and start to actually approach challenges or projects or campaigns in a new, innovative way. Now, most of you will think of idea generation as brainstorming. I think lots of, uh, there's lots of names for it, maybe brain mapping or idea mapping. Now, I want, to, want you to think about five key areas um, of idea, idea generation. The first one is brain planning. The next is brain writing, then brainstorming, then brain refresh, and the last one is brain forum. Now, before you do these five key areas, which I'm gonna explain in a bit, there's some things that you need to do first. Now, the first thing is choosing a team. Now, I find the best idea generation is having a wide range of diverse thinking. So they might call this cognitive diversity. So when choosing a team, don't just have a room full of marketers. Don't just have a room of C-level uh, managers or just a group of people that work in HR. The best idea generation is when you've got diverse thinkers. So right from the top to right to the bottom, to the janitor, to the CEO, have a, a wide range of people in the room. Um, you might actually want even the end user in the room as well. If you can get a customer in the room, that's amazing. And some of the things that they will talk about is complete gold. You need to have two assigned roles within the team. You need a coordinator and an administrator. So the coordinator coordinates the day, um, the pre-planning as well, getting the team together, making sure everyone knows what they're doing, what the objectives are, um, and the administrator just kind of holds it all together. They'll make the notes, the minutes, they'll make sure that everyone in the team gets sent the right documents, they make sure that everything get, gets co uh, uh, collated at the end uh, and basically they're the glue that holds it all together. The next thing is the location. So most of the time in organizations, you do a lot of the meetings and maybe idea generation in the same room. Now, if you can, try and see if you can go out of the building, maybe even be in nature or as close to nature as you can. Try a new space, because a new space might mean new thinking and new ideas. And by taking yourself out of your normal environment, it might mean that you don't just come up with the normal activity or ideas that you normally do. See if you can take a little trip out. Um, try and find a space that's got big windows, lots of light, lots of air, 
uh, and new spaces will hopefully be new ideas. Now the next thing is timings. So you want to try and make sure in your idea generation that people have lots of energy, they don't feel tired. And with that, lots of people have different energy bursts at different times. So some people are better in the mornings, some people are better in the afternoons. So you might want to try different things. Try a session in the morning and see how it pans out. Try a session in the afternoon after lunch and see how it pans out. What you might want to do is do an hour in the morning, have a break, have some lunch, have some food, and then do an hour in the afternoon. But make sure you're monitoring how the session went. What were energy levels like? And over time, you'll probably find your own rhythm. You'll probably find um, ways that, are, that, are, that everyone feels that they get to um, have their input. Uh, and you'll probably see how energy levels work within the room. Another good thing with timings is sprints. So you want to try and condense the activity into, into certain time periods. So, and we call them sprints. I tend to find that 60 to 90 minutes is the best. Um, you will definitely need a break in that time. People want to get some fresh air, they might want a cigarette. But yeah, 60 to 90 minutes sprints uh, seem to be the best in idea generation. The next thing is tools, resources and refreshments. So in your session, you'll need uh, a projector, a laptop, pens and paper. Uh, you might want a flip chart. Um, and in terms of refreshments, just make sure there's lots of water, lots of teas and coffees, uh, fruit and sugary snacks. Uh, I wouldn't have just certain times that people can eat or drink. I would have all the refreshments on the table, let people pick when they want. If people are getting a bit peckish, let them have some fruit or a snack uh, and let them help themselves to tea and coffee and water whenever they want. Okay, so the first stage is brain planning. So this is actually planning out what's gonna happen during the session and after the session. So you'd need to designate your coordinator and your administrator. So I tend to find for a coordinator, it's someone who feels quite confident. Um, they can talk um, to lots of people. They can coordinate a group. They feel confident in talking in front of everyone. They might need to be a little bit pushy they might need to be able to get people to do things when they need to and if something needs to get wrapped up, they don't mind jumping in there and getting people to be quiet when they need to. They need to be impartial. So when you're coming up with ideas, they need to be on the fence really, um, a bit of an, a mediator between the group. So that's why for me, it's quite good when I'm dealing with clients because I don't work for the organization. I can, can come in and coordinate the session and look at it quite impartially from an outside perspective. You're also going to need an administrator. So that's someone who's probably going to be quite organized. They can take all the notes and minutes. They can make sure that everyone's got the right documents and that every single idea or words that come out of that session is documented and stored somewhere safely that everyone can access. So the session needs to be planned. So I recommend putting together an agenda. And in that agenda, you need to figure out what are the objectives and what are the desired outcomes. Now the desired outcomes and objectives need to be reasonably loose because you don't want to restrict people. You want the idea session to be quite flowing uh, and you want it to be quite organic. 
but you need to be looking at having some tangible outcomes. So what you, what's the solution? What are you trying to achieve from the session? The agenda also needs to outline who's going to be attending, who they are, what are their job roles, um, and you might even want to sort of plan out what are their specific strengths of the session and what are they bringing to the table. So in that agenda, you also want to highlight who's responsible for what. So if certain people are running some parts of the sessions or if certain people have certain job roles or responsibilities within that session, make sure that's highlighted on the agenda. And once that's done, then you want to send it to everyone that is participating in that session. So the next stage is brain writing. Now brain writing is super cool and I really recommend this. And what you do is the coordinator or the administrator um, puts out an email or just three meaningful questions that each attendee will answer. Now these questions can be something that's directly related to the session. It could be, what do you want to get out of the session? Um, it could be, what are the most important things that are personal to you? It could be, what does success look like? It could be, name three positive features about the campaign or project or the, um, the problem that you're trying to solve. It can be anything, but it needs to be directly related to the desired outcomes and the objectives. Now, the reason why this is really, really good, it gives the opportunity for maybe the quieter people in the session to have a voice. It means that people can have the opportunity to write things and say things that they might not normally do in the session. It also allows the individual to say something or put something into the mix that's anonymous and that's really really important because when you're in the group you know you might have your manager you might have the owner of the company in the room and sometimes you just might not feel confident in saying something in front of them it doesn't mean that you're going to be nasty or horrible is that you just might not feel confident doing that but by doing this by doing brain writing it allows you to say how you really feel now what you do is you, you get given the three questions now you can fill this in and you could write it out, you could type it out, you could pop it into a box or you could you know, put it in an envelope and stick it on someone's desk. Um, the person who's the supervisor may know who that's from, but they need to make sure that it stays with them. And when it comes out in the session, that no one knows who wrote what. And that's really important. And that will give people the confidence to write things that they really, really feel. Now, the next stage is the brainstorming or the mind mapping, whatever you want to call it. Now, this is, I think, what we're most familiar with. Now, at the start of the, at the, start of the session, this could be a good time to talk about the brain writing. So you put the question up on the screen and then you read out the, the writing or the, um, the comments or the answers to those questions. Now, in the session, it's good to actually just start with the question anyway. Um, what are you trying to solve? What's the purpose? What's the objective of that part of the session? When you start that session, I recommend start as individuals. So just put that question out 
maybe you've said you've done the brainwriting and now let everyone just come up with some ideas just start to get warmed up maybe just about five minutes in doing that now if you've already put those questions out on the agenda most people will have it in their heads anyway they probably have a few answers that they want to write down you can use post-it notes you can use it on paper whatever you feel comfortable with but just start to get those ideas down then after five minutes go into pairs so team everyone up make it really random and then you both tell each other your ideas from there then you can maybe start mixing your ideas up you could be merging them when you hear someone else's ideas it might kind of encourage you to come up with other ideas and then as a pair come up with your next level of ideas then after sort of 10 15 minutes start pairing up the pairs so it's two and two you both tell each other your individual ideas or your, your ideas as a pair and vice versa. Again, start mixing them up, start discussing them. You might find that some ideas work together from hearing other people's ideas. Again, you might start coming up with new ideas. You can then start doing that more. So then fours turn into eights, eights turn into sixteens. It all depends how many people are in that session. Now, you might just want to do it a couple of times. But once you've got loads of loads of ideas, it's then time to start telling everyone your ideas as a group. Now, the key with this is that you're just coming up with ideas, as many as possible, tens, hundreds, maybe even thousands. And the key is, is just to be free flowing. And now at this stage, you don't want to poo poo any ideas. You know, you just don't, you want to just get as many ideas on the table as possible. Now, some people find this hard. Um, you know, once you're going through ideas, they're very, very quick to sort of say why that idea won't or can't work. Now, you want to stop that. That's, this is not the time to sort of put ideas in the bin. You just want to have loads of them. Now, if you have got people in the group that are very, very quick to poo-poo an idea, what you want to do is you might want to bring in the yellow card, red card um, idea or philosophy. So if someone poo-poos an idea, you have to give them a yellow card. If they do it twice, they get a red card. And you kind of put them on the sin bin for a little while. This is where they can't come up with any ideas for about 10 minutes. Um, hopefully you won't have to show a red card. A yellow card is normally enough. So remember, you're just coming up with as many ideas as possible and you can't poo-poo any ideas at that stage. Now, once you've got all the ideas out, you can stick them up on the wall, you can type them up, just get them all visible. Then you do the refinement. So this might be after you've had a break or you've had a coffee or you've had lunch. You know, let the ideas dry for a little bit and then do your refinement. And you might want to set up three different areas. Um, it might be yes, no, maybe, uh, or gold, silver, bronze. So you put all the great ideas on one side and all the ideas that are not so good on one side. Now, they're probably, it might get a bit heated. This is where there's a bit of discussion. This is where people might be a bit protective over their ideas, but that's good. If it wasn't energetic, if there wasn't um, people getting uh, enthusiastic and passionate about their ideas, that's a problem too. So hopefully your coordinator will be able to mediate this and stop any punch-ups from happening. Now at the end of this, you should have some of your best ideas. I would say at that stage, try and get it down to just five really, really good ideas. If you can, 
get it down to three just really really good ideas uh, and then you just repeat it so if you've got other questions other things that you're trying to tackle in that session then do the whole process again if it's just one idea that you're looking for you can finish there and everyone can go on their merry way now the next stage is brain refresh so the administrator needs to do this pretty much straight away is write up all the ideas if there's too many just take photographs of the ideas and just type up the best ones but it all needs to be documented if you've got sketches if you've got drawings take photographs of it they need to be stored they need to be saved uh, put them on a google drive or maybe some sort of on on um, online cloud storage keep it safe have it somewhere where everyone can access now you need to let it dry so just let people go away have a think about it uh, and then the next day you send them the notes you send them the ideas maybe just send them the best ideas and let them reflect on it let them make some notes or additional ideas if they want to because normally after about 24 hour, 24 hours you start to think about things differently um, you might actually have some new ideas better ideas and give everyone the space to kind of come back talk about it reflect on it and create some more discussion you might want to get back together again just for half an hour a cup of tea just to talk through what you discussed the day before uh, and see if the ideas are still there do they feel the same uh, are we really confident that they are the best ideas and maybe by then we've narrowed it down to the final idea you tend to find that these things happen quite organically you know people just tend to meet at the same spot normally sometimes you might have a split but in the past and history will tell us that most of the time we normally meet at the same place and common sense will take us to the to the right idea now the last stage is brain forum so what you find is in these uh, idea generation activity is that you can forge really good new relationships and friendships ideas just keep flowing and flowing and you should let them don't just stop idea generation after the idea generation session let them keep going let people feel like they can keep coming up with ideas chatting with each other and when people are in their flow you should really really invest in that and give them the stage and platform to carry on coming up with ideas there's some really good um, online cloud-based um, platforms that you can use um, you've got things like whatsapp uh, google docs uh, you've got Basecamp. Um, try and find a, a tool that really really works for you i'll try and put some uh, different links to different um, platforms that you can use uh, in the in the show notes or in the comments below um, but yeah try and encourage an open forum where people can just keep coming up with ideas being imaginative and think of new innovative ways to come up with solutions uh, and new ways of thinking in your products and your campaigns so I hope that's been good if you know anyone that will enjoy this and you want to send it to them please like and share this if you're listening please subscribe if you're watching please like and share so remember be useful be kind and i'll see you all very soon bye bye